Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Moody Broads. Good morning. Yeah, it's a good morning. It is. And once again, we're doing it in the morning. We're podcasting in the morning, which means I can't have wine, but I have coffee. It, I could have wine, but that's highly frowned upon. Yeah. You have children to take I care of. I do. Generally and indicative of a problem. If yeah. Wine you know, morning. after I put, them to, I put them to bed on Friday night, and I was like, you know what? They're going to be up. Well, Baxley's going to be up late anyways. So I'm just going to go ahead and have a couple glasses of wine. Yeah. And um, so I stayed up till 1.30. Feed, I fed him. I was like, we're good to go. Like, I'm going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I've had my glass of wine. My sister and I played up. Played up slate. We played up, <laughs> stayed up late playing Super Nintendo. <laughs> and um, Baxter was up like every two fucking hours after that. And it was awful. And I was just, I was so miserable. So tired. The next morning, my mom woke up and she she looks at me. She's like, have you been crying? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I didn't fucking I didn't sleep. I slept Bye. like four hours maybe. It's it was pretty awful. unreal. Anyways, yeah. No, so. I, got, I got sick the other, like when my nose was really stuffy, I was up every two hours and That's like so it kind of dawned on me. I was like, that, this is what I did with babies. Like how did I function? Yeah. You just do somehow. You become yeah. a mombi. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those. I'm You're a mombi. mombi. I am a mombi. But yeah, so welcome to episode eight. Yeah. yeah there's, we have eight of these things. Yeah. And so Raquelle, Raquelle wants to specifically thank you guys because for some reason there's people who actually listen to this. Yeah. Um, all over. So not to be like super creepy or whatever, but um, we can see where you're listening from. Not your individual house. We don't know your but address. your state or your yeah. country. We know. And yeah. so that's pretty awesome. So thank you so much for listening to yeah. us ramble incoherently. It means a lot. It does. It really does. Because we're just kind of going out on a limb here hoping that anybody listens to this shit. Yeah, my husband hasn't even listened to the last episodes. My husband hasn't listened to any of the episodes. But he liked our Facebook page. I saw that. I have to give my husband credit because he's not one to listen to this crap, but he will support me by sharing and liking things on Facebook. He's not my friend on Facebook. But you need to friend him on Facebook. I can't bring myself to do it. It's so weird. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Speaking of Facebook, I'm just so fucking sick of people's opinions on Facebook. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's so bad. This I... whole Kavanaugh thing, like, and, and I'm I'm not gonna, like, get into details about how I feel about it, but it's just so polarizing. It really and is. And I don't think it should be this polarizing. Mm-mm. And no. it's just, it's just really frustrating because it, it seems like people, like, especially in the past couple years, like, d- definitely since Trump being president has been very polarizing. Like, people definitely. either like him or they fucking hate him. So, I, I don't like the guy. However, I can still admit that two things can be true. Yeah. And I feel like that 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 opinion has gone out the window and now people are like you're either with us or against us. Yeah. It's either yeah. black or white and I just it makes me just want to <laughs> it just it makes me not want to say anything. Yeah. And um uh, well, I hate reading about it. I also hate reading about it and but I think what bothers me the most and obviously I'm not going to Get into my political beliefs because right. that's a fucking. Like, it's this is like, trying to be a light. We're trying to be lighthearted on this podcast. We However, are, but you know what? This this whole thing has really, really bogged down on me these past um, couple weeks, like mm-hmm. big time. Like mm-hmm. it's it's affected me um, for a multitude of reasons, and mostly uh, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I know um, it's hard to like 
yeah. talk about it, but not talk about it. All, yeah. I mean, all um, I can say is that it just – it sucks because half of my friends list thinks the other half of my friends list is just wrong in every way. Yeah. It's but both there's sides. no civil conversation about yes. anything. Nope. You resort to name-calling yep. instead of, you know, like, hey – Here's some facts. Here's some facts. Like there's there's truth in the middle yep. of everybody's of everything. Two things you can know, be true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and but people don't see it like that. And it drives me bonkers. And uh, it makes me so upset. And I've actually had a I have a friend of mine who um I used to work with and um we got into a discussion because people are nasty. Yes. People are so nasty online. And I think what it boils down to is because it's a mask. You can I the in the internet, like you don't have to mm-hmm. own up to like when you <coughs> when you say hurtful things to someone, like you don't have to look them in the eyes and be like, you know what? Go kill yourself. Like you don't you don't have to yeah. face the consequences of a- those actions. And I think that it just gives people and especially like people are nasty. Like they're just and you know, we always talk about how people are in a whole, they're genuine, they're usually pretty good, but there are so many people out there who just don't care. I, I don't know. Like, it just, it, and mm-hmm. I think that's what bothers me the most. Like, you can have your opinions. That's fine. I'm going to respect you regardless of what your political stance is because, you know what? That's what, that's what humans do. Like, yeah. That's what, that's what adults do. Yeah. And not, you know, fussy well, little like, piss ants. It's like, I mean, I, I can say outright that I don't like Trump as a person. I don't agree I don't, with his policy. I don't policies. like him either as a person. I also don't like <laughs> a lot of Democrats. I think that there's just shitty people on both sides of the aisle. Abs- and I think absolutely. that by associating yourself with one side and, you know, vilifying the other side simply like it's it's like trump supporters right like i i know that there are some shitty trump supporters but there are also some really shitty yep. uh liberals oh, and yeah. i know a lot of trump supporters who are not what people on the far left say that they are yep. and i know people on the far left who are not what people on the far right <laughs> say they are and so i guess that's my biggest issue with just like what i see on the internet is it's like yeah if you Okay, so, like, I'm just going to get right into it. This whole believe women thing. I agree. Like, we should – if someone says they've been assaulted, you need to listen. You need to take the proper steps. Investigate it. Even if if you suspect that for some reason, even though, yes, it is rare, that something's not right, that Mm – but I would say, you know, almost all of them are probably telling the truth. People don't – but on the other side of that – it does happen. Yeah, yeah. People do. They do weaponize this Me Too movement. They do this, and that's mm-hmm. that's just that's infuriating for so many reasons because yeah. you're creating a different victim. People who are falsely accused are also victims, yeah. and then you're taking away the yeah. legitimacy of what people are actually going through, and you're making pe- it's. And I just feel like it's like this with like so many issues in our country right now is like people's. People are so concerned about one topic that they can't discuss it without admitting that two things are true. We have a huge epidemic with sexual assault, yes. However, just because false accusations are only like a 2 to 5% occurrence doesn't mean that they shouldn't be addressed. So it's like, I don't know why there can't be a, a middle ground. Like, I don't know why we can't believe survivors but also take necessary precautions to make sure that there's due process. And I'm not yeah. even going to get into Kavanaugh. Like, the way he acted was so appalling. Like, whether he did it or not, it's like you, yeah. you do, you're you not acting like a Supreme Court justice. That is what kills me. And, you know, um, I have a – oh, God. So ugh, I almost said something. 
because someone on my Facebook said, where's the proof? It's not about, I mean, it is apart from, apart from his, but that was a, that was a fucking job interview. Right. And he pretty much proved that he can't keep cool under pressure. Yeah. And that's what bothers me is that, you know, um, and, and I understand how frustrating it may how frustrating it is to be falsely accused of something. Yeah, if that's um, what happens. I mean, yes, n- it sucks. not that I've ever been falsely accused of that, but I was <laughs> falsely accused of taking money. Oh yeah, um, that was it was misplaced, yeah. and I happened to be the last person in there. While they had a really shitty system, and the money had dropped down into um into this filing cabinet, mm-hmm. and so they basically that my boss basically told me that I stole this money, and I was like, I most certainly did not steal this money. You need to watch the cameras. You need to do everything that you need to do because I didn't do it. Yeah. And I, I would never, I've been working here for X amount of years. Like, why would you, like, I've been one of your best employees. I've been, th- I've been with you through all this shit. So I understand that frustration, but I kept my fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously it's not the same thing. Because you have Apples, to investigate oranges. things. You have to. Like, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's how you make sure that victims are heard. Exactly. Like giving but, them the due process but as that well. But was, that was his job interview and he proved that he let his emotions get the best of him and that's what bothers me is you have a hothead who may not may or may not make some decisions under you know well it's kind of like if if somebody is lying about something like that then you need to let let things unfold and let the truth come out you don't the way he acted was just so hot-headed and mm-hmm. i mean like like you said like it sucks <clears throat> if, if you didn't do something and you're you're being accused yeah. of it, especially something as heinous as sexual assault mm-hmm. it sucks however if you didn't do anything you need to trust the process and yep. let it be investigated and, and i'm like i don't know very much about this investigation that may or may not have been done thoroughly but that's that's just my big thing i feel like this whole kavanaugh thing has really uh polarized us even more because people can't yeah. seem to understand that both rape and false accusations happen and that we sh- we can believe victims and do due process at the same time two things can be true and like the most important thing i think is protecting victims definitely and making sure that due process is always there we, we yeah. need to have anyway fucking facebook i know I fucking do. facebook i just i am actually uh Uh, you know what nope not gonna get into that i know it's it's really it's hard to not like and i don't want to polarize our listeners either because Mm -mm. like i said you can be far right or far left and and actually have a lot in common with your friend who's on the other side and you can also be whoever you want to be and if you want to eat tea and crumpets you can eat tea and crumpets have you ever had a crumpet they're delicious no i haven't i got to live in england is that a cook is it a cookie? It's like a biscuit. It's like an English muffin. It's like a bis- I think. an like English a muffin? Yeah, it's like a big spongy thing. I'm about to sound like a fucking idiot. I know I've had one before. I just now I've been, never. It has been almost thirteen or thirteen years since I lived there. So my we do have some listeners in the UK. Tell us about crumpets. Tell tell Raquele yeah. about crumpets. I can tell you about green tea Kit Kats from Japan. They're my favorite. Ooh. They're so fucking yes. good. They're so good. Yes. I am... Um, Brought some home for my family when we were surprising them for Christmas a couple of years ago. And then, um, but I also brought home other kinds. They have like a, a red bean and um, a blueberry and a strawberry cheesecake and all sorts of, Japan just has it fucking made with the Kit Kats. I mean, there's other things like, oh my God, ramen noodles. We do have No, not like top ramen. Like ramen No, noodles. real ramen. I was going to say, I, yeah. one of my dreams for this podcast is that we 
accumulate enough listeners in other countries or even other states with their own regional snacks that we get shipments of snacks and we will review it we will shout you out on this podcast we will I, make you podcast famous on a moody broad spectrum which is like yeah. our moms and our grandmas listening not my grandma You're, no i don't think my grandma's are okay either. moms and sisters yeah my sister listens my sister listens she she's like that- wow that was more entertaining than i thought it would be and i was kind of like that was <laughs> i'll take it uh, after after uh, we did our sibling rivalry one, uh, both my sisters messaged me. I have I have two sisters. I have a sister that's three years younger than me, and then a twelve year a sister that's twelve years younger than me. Who um, obviously I didn't talk about our sibling rivalry because there was none. There, yeah, you know she was just too my... far away in age. <laughs> yeah, but my middle sister messaged me. She was like, "You're a fucking dick." <laughs> <laughs> My my little sister messaged me, and she was like, wow, you were kind of an asshole. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, I didn't talk about the stuff that was done to me. We're truth sayers. Yeah. It is what it is. I've grown as a person. Actually, she called, Hannah called yesterday, and I was like, sub douchebag. She's like, don't even fucking start with me. This is the middle sister. This is the yes. one that you did have a rivalry with. Yes. I know. My sister was kind of like, wow, Rachel's stories really made yours seem kind of mundane you're welcome maddie yes i want to bring my sister on the podcast eventually but um she's very busy with school and and single momming Uh, so (laughs) i just can't she was so mad like i love answering the phone saying things like sup bitch what are you doing douche nozzle every single time my sister and i see each other we go beach and <laughs> betty's like you need to stop saying that word mom i'm like it's a bad do word I not as i yep. do um do you have any cool parenting stories to talk about well we also have an advice uh email to answer <laughs> no. people is it from our our unsolicited advice person no no we didn't oh. get any advice this oh. week well, no this we is a real t- one. Oh, okay should we get into that before we tell our own stories um yeah sure okay this person asks what are your thoughts on co-sleeping is there an age where it is no longer appropriate my boyfriend and i don't really come to disagreements aside from some of the financial priorities and more so when his daughter sleeps in the bed with us to me since i was cut off from sleeping in my parents bed regardless of how scary my dreams were at about eight it's really odd to me that one my boyfriend's daughter asks to sleep with us or at least tries to sleep with us as often as possible and two that he feels like even at 10 she isn't too old for it for me it's a mixture of issues that i have with it i feel uncomfortable with it in general probably a combination of not being her bio logical parent wanting to sleep and wanting to sleep next to my boyfriend instead of his daughter in between us feeling like she's too old to even want to sleep with us and a general feeling of discomfort since i'm being elbowed scratched and kicked all night long which leads to a very exhausting next day but my boyfriend very adamantly disagrees he feels like we should let her sleep with us at least once a month if she asks because she won't ask forever. But I'm more on the side of thinking that this is doing her a disservice since she may never want to stop asking and it inhibits some aspect of independence that she is in the middle of developing. I want to encourage her independence and nudge her in that direction now that she's in fourth grade, but he doesn't seem to be in a hurry to do so. I'm constantly met with a feel- with feeling like an a-hole for telling her that she can get water or make a sandwich for herself. Any thoughts on this? I know both of you have biological children that are younger, so I'm curious to know your thoughts and how you plan on dealing with it in the future. Um, she also adds that 
She appreciates how affectionate her boyfriend's daughter is, even with her, uh, but she feels like there needs to be limits. In her opinion, the marital bed should not be shared with the child. So she's she, she, she admits that she could be looking at this in a very selfish light, and she wants some perspective. So it's our turn to give some advice, Rach. Real advice. Real not, advice. Not fighting like you're the third monkey trying to get on the ark. Oh, that was good advice, though. It was good that advice. Was really good advice. Um, so I was a super independent um, child. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't want to sleep with my parents. I... And, um, I like sleeping with my grandparents until I was, like, six or seven. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I was just like, this is too much. It's too hot in here. Yeah. I don't like sleeping in the middle. I don't like being touched. And I'm still very much the same way. Um, but, uh, I used to babysit this little girl. She's not little anymore. She's graduating <laughs> next year. <laughs> oh, old. But she, I know. <laughs> uh, but, um, she used to like it when I would lay in bed with her. And, um, it, it does... It does stop. It it really does. And um, it, I think also it depends on if you guys have like I don't know what the what the custody situation is if your if your boyfriend has her all the time or if you guys only have um, her part of the time that may play into that may that may play into it is that she doesn't get to see her dad all the time. Um, I don't think it's um, selfish for you to want to share the marital bed. I don't even, like, they're my own children. And sometimes Zach is like, do you want to let them sleep with us? I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't. Like, I love them. And, but this, my, this is my bed. I'm tired. I want sleep. Yeah. So far, any time that we've let Baxley sleep with us, Lennon is my child. She's like, peace out, bitches. I'm fucking sleeping. Yeah, I want to spread out. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, But Baxley, he, we have a king-size bed, and I literally usually have less than a foot of that king-size bed to myself. Um, I do think that it is a phase. I don't think you're wrong for letting, for, like, I don't think, I may or may not sound like it, may or may not sound like an asshole, but I think it's important to give kids responsibility. So if they want something, yeah, especially at ten, yeah, like she can make a sandwich. Did she say eight? No, she said ten. She said that she's been um, told to stay out of her parents' bed since she was eight. This is um, her boyfriend's ten-year-old daughter. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, I don't think it's. I think that it's important that they start doing things on their own. They're gonna find a a greater sense of um, what's the word I'm looking for. I mean, independence, right? In, well, independence, but um, along with that comes... Uh, Confidence? More... Yeah, girl. Yeah. God, my words. I think, yeah, and I mean, maybe, and I, I'm i not trying to, like, <clears throat> put words into your boyfriend's mouth or make any assumptions, but he might be feeling guilty about the fact that he only gets her part-time. I, I also don't know what the custody yeah. thing is, and so he might be that allowing her to do these things, to sleep in the bed um, when she might be a little too old to. And I mean, I know that there's some people who, who don't, care at all like they'll let their they'll let mm-hmm. their kids sleep in their bed as long as they want and that's fine but if you're not getting a good night's sleep and you feel like your personal time with your boyfriend is being imposed upon by a child being in the bed then you have every right to tell him that it's not working for you and I think that there are other ways that he can make her feel absolutely close to him that doesn't does does not include her sleeping in the bed um it, I mean also I don't know is she having nightmares is she having night terrors those are also things that you guys need to address that don't necessarily have to be yeah 
come sleep. Now, my mom, I specifically remember my brother had a really hard time with, like, waking up. My dad was gone a lot um, with the military, and um, he would try to climb in her bed, and she just, my mom's like you. like she, And, like, I'm the same way. Like, she didn't sleep well. She didn't like it. She yeah. wanted her space. Like, you spend all day taking care of these children. You want, you at least want your own bed to sleep in. Yeah. So she would just tell him, make a pallet on the floor. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's one suggestion that you can give to your boyfriend is, like, first I would look at um, – why is he doing, does he, is he doing this to make up for like some sort of guilt that he feels about not spending as much time mm-hmm. with her? Um, if so, do something else special with her. Snuggle before bed at night. Like read, read, like watch a movie together. Yeah. Like both read a book and then talk about it. I don't know. And she's 10, so I don't mean like read her a book, but like do something else to bond and then say, okay, but now we're going to sleep in our own beds because, mm-hmm. and you can use just the physical discomfort part because that's enough. People need good sleep and putting Ugh, yeah, more do. than two people in a bed, even a king size bed, uh, is even just, an infant. Yeah. It's just <laughs> fucking miserable. You're not going to sleep well. She's probably not sleeping well, which is not yeah. good for her. And, like Maybe. I said, it's all about compromise, man. Yeah. You gotta just tell your boyfriend, like, this isn't working for me. I love your daughter. Um, I want her to know that she's loved, but I don't think that that needs to come from her sleeping in the bed with us. Well, and also maybe make a suggestion, like, hey, if you wake up, come snuggle in the morning after you guys have had the bulk of your sleep, because everybody knows once you reach like six o'clock, you're not really sleeping. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you are, but. Yeah. I I don't. Or like snuggle in the bed before she goes to bed. Like mm-hmm. I let the girls sit and watch a little bit of TV with me before I send them to their beds at night because then they get all the snuggles. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, okay, time to go to your room. Yeah. Um, and they're they're little, and I will admit, like I let my younger one co sleep with us, and God, I didn't sleep well for years, and she's it was very hard to get her out of bed. But we're talking about an older child, so I feel like it's it's yeah. even more reasonable, uh, yeah. to ask them definitely to go. So. I guess that's our advice. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. I think the the biggest, the biggest thing is communication. Like you need to express and you need to see where he's coming from too. Um, you, uh, and, and ask the, ask the questions. Cause it's hard when it's, it's hard to blend a family. Well, not to blend a family, but, um, when you're feeling super, just, that's not the right word. Uncomfortable. Um, it's hard to see the other person's perspective. For so sure. I think it's really important that, you know, you make sure that you listen and that he listens to you too. Like he has got to understand where you're coming from yes. because you don't want to, uh, you know, I always, uh, I always tell my husband and I mean, sometimes we, we don't always abide by this, but before, and obviously this is different, but before there was them, there was us. And so you still, even though, um, and I think maybe guilt does pay, play a lot into that. Oh, but for sure. He, um, you know, you guys need to make sure that you make your relationship a yeah. priority as well. I'm not saying ignore the kid. That's right. not what I'm saying no, in and, any way, shape, or form. And I but... think being a good stepmom <clears throat> is not all about just being, like, I think you can come into her life and still have mm-hmm. these boundaries and yeah. still be a great stepmom. It's not, it's not that you're trying to impose on her and her father's relationship. It's just that... Like she said, there's there's your relationship with your boyfriend, and then there's his relationship with his daughter, and mm-hmm. your relationship with his daughter, and you guys just need to find a compromise, and you need to just tell him like this isn't working for me. Let's find an alternative yep. that still makes her happy, still makes her feel close to you, but doesn't involve her being up in our personal space in the bed. Yep. So look at that. I mean, look at that's that's all right advice, eh? Sort yeah. Of? Yeah. You just made a really weird face. Well, you yeah. your phone and made a weird face. Yeah, Hold on sorry. one second. Just pause real quick. All right. Um, yeah. 
I think we did do a good job giving advice. I really, so, you know, my sister came to visit and we talked a lot about relationships and, um. Did she listen to the episode that we did last week? No. No, I don't think so. Wow. I am shooketh. Was she? It's not like she had time. She was hanging out with you. No, she was hanging out with the babies. The babies. It was super sweet. She was so helpful. And, you know, I haven't seen her in like two and a half years. So it was really nice mm-hmm. to get that time to catch up and watch her epically fail at playing Super Mario. Because she's never played it before. She's 12 years younger. Than it wasn't I, you a know? thing when she was a child. No, not it anymore. wasn't. So, yeah, it was, it was a good time. And, um... We didn't really do anything exciting. I think I told you, so my, my other sister came to visit, my middle sister with my niece and my nephew, and I made, like, we had, like, plans. We had plans. Well, yeah, I was like, we're going like to the water kids. park, we're doing this, we're doing that, busy. we're doing this. Um, and so, uh, apparently their nieces are coming to visit them. And my niece Keely was just like, we can do arts and crafts and do this and that. And my <laughs> sister's like, I'm not Aunt Rachel. Like, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, stop, stop saying this. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big believer in like, it's cool to have structured activities, but I feel like we're doing this generation a disservice by constantly having activities for them oh, to I do. Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. Free time is very important. Like, they need to be bored. Like, there's, there's, there's a lot of psychology backing it up that like children being bored and having to use their imagination and the resources around them to find something to entertain themselves is like crucial to their development. And I, that I like our that. generation of like the, the generation that we are a part of that's raising children right now are really bad about constantly being like, here's 50 rainy day activities for your kids. Whereas like our mom was like, there's a blanket and some chairs, make a fort and shut up. We were more of it. Well, we, we played outside in the rain if it was more Oh yeah, out, same. But if there was um, no thunder and no lightning. Yeah. Go um, but uh, we were, my, I will never forget. My mom said, in or out. And I picked out. And I wanted a glass of water. And my mom was like, there's a perfectly fine water hose out there. Hey. And then I was just like, well, I have to use the bathroom. She's like, you can squat. Damn. (laughs) Sorry, mom. You know. just tattled. But you know what? We had so much. You're a resourceful person. I'm so resourceful. I have finally figured out how to cop a squat. Is it pop a squat? Cop a squat. I think it's pop a squat. I finally figured out how to pop a squat without peeing on myself at the tender age of 27. So... I feel like I'm doing pretty good with my life. Gold star for you. Thank you. Hey. I have a friend who posted uh, on Facebook. See, Facebook can have some good parts Mm -hmm. about it, but she got some of those adulting stickers and, like, I, like, cleaned my house. Sticker. I got out of bed at 5 a.m. Sticker. I like that. We should, we should, we should definitely reward ourselves more for being adults. We should. Or you can reward yourself by listening to us while you do adult things. That's that's kind of how I got into podcasts was I would be like, I need to clean my house and I don't want to have the TV going because that's distracting and music gets boring for me after a while. I like listening to podcasts about serial killers. Yeah. H.H. Holmes. (laughs) America's first serial killer who may or may not be Jack the Ripper. I don't know. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. No, we don't and we're never know. going to know. I hope people liked last week's episode. I uh, feel like, yeah, my mo- I did get some feedback from my mother, our most loyal listener. <laughs> <laughs> I, my mom hasn't even listened yet. <laughs> my mom was, you know, because we talked a lot about how um, most of the time men are subconsciously looking for fertility factors mm-hmm. and how those diminish with age. And my mom, who is, um, she's. She's a fox, all right? She, but she, she is, is. She is. She's a fox. She's, but she's no longer in her fertile years. And so yeah. she was kind of like, 
I'm curious to know how it works for people my age because like people my age are still but down 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 down. That was the euphemism for sex. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We need to look into that. Let's do it. Um, but it does explain why older men tend to leave their wives for younger women because they just their 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 seed wants to be spread. I just I just started the season three of Ninety Day Fiance last night. My internet's been sucking so hard, and the only thing that seems to load is the fucking wiggles. God help me. God damn wiggles. Um, and so last night during the meltdown mode that we had, um, that lasted from ten till ten fifteen, which was which I mean that, that's not a long time. No, but when two babies are screaming yeah, at you and like uh, 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 um, because they had too long of a nap. That'll do it. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to watch it, and this guy is, like, 58, and he found this 19-year-old wife in the Philippines. Gross. I'm trying so hard not to be judgmental, <clears throat> but that's gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just started it, and I saw him feeding his ducks, and the only thing I could think of was you're not supposed to fucking feed ducks bread no, you're or not. popcorn it's because it's, it, they do not get nutritional value out of it, and I'm just like, this fucking guy – that's the goddamn the it's, it's not the that was my takeaway. It's the duck. Uh, that, I was very upset about it. I was yeah. like, you know what? You're feeding all the ducks. He's like, gotta make more popcorn. I mean, ducks don't eat popcorn. No, I know you're right because ultimately she's 19. She's an adult. He can marry who he wants. But the duck situation Ooh. is is fact. It's nutrition. It's life or death. It's the survival yeah. of the ducks. Yeah. So he's probably other matter. He doesn't even know. I guess they sued TLC because I read ahead. To see if they did. stayed married, and they sued TLC for their portrayal on the um, on this Jesus. season, and the the uh, lawsuit was dropped because they didn't have any basis. I was gonna say you have to be really careful when you sign up to be portrayed in a reality TV show. Like yeah. you are signing over the right to your reputation. Really, I feel like my life would be the most boring. Oh, same. Super show. Boring. Like, here I am, (laughs) taking out the trash. Look at all these fire ants everywhere. (laughs) It's just me making grocery lists and waiting till it's 11 o'clock so I can have a grilled cheese. I want a grilled cheese. I need a grilled cheese. The best way to make a grilled cheese, this is another thing I got from, like, a blogger, is um, it's best with a panini press. You put mayonnaise on the outside instead of butter. Yeah. Put the mayonnaise side down on the panini press. Add a couple little slivers of cream cheese and then Havarti and provolone. Another slice of bread, pass it. It is so good. There is not a lot in life, I think, that's just joy-inducing as a really good grilled cheese. I like grilled cheese and tomato soup. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, like, America's favorite pastime. Other delightful. Than, other than going to Bucky's. And it is soup season. Well, I mean, it month tells us it's soup season, not the weather, because we're oh, in Texas God, and it's still... I hate it. It was a little, was a little brisk when I walked out to take the trash out today. <laughs> By brisk, so I mean, it was probably, like... 78 <laughs> that's very brisk for texas in october know, uh, especially san antonio um so we didn't really do any um yeah research. like i've been reading um but you know the truth of the matter is rachel has twins and i, have, I had family in yeah town. and family in town and it's like i'm trying so hard to make sure that when i do come onto the podcast with with facts that i've actually researched them and i'm not just giving a bunch of opinions but i mean the whole thing <laughs> was really depressing <clears throat> because the, i well no like the just reading about this whole how we perceive each other to be attractive and it's just i can see why that's depressing it's a little depressing um especially for women, I feel, because it's like we have this period of time where we 
look our best. I have I have passed that fucking prime. <laughs> Let me tell you what. I lost two pounds in the past two weeks. Good I'm like, for you. Get it, girl. Ay, ay. Trying to lose this baby weight. I mean, what? I'm still almost 30 and breaking out like I'm 15. So, I mean, there's just a lot that we all want to fix in ourselves. But ultimately, I feel like as women, uh, there's a lot of pressure. You know, it's so crazy. Like, I don't even know what this and, and I think part of it is um uh so I have this crazy to desire to not necessarily look how I did when I was younger but just not look like this like I just feel <laughs> I just feel frumpy and um that's normal after you have babies I, I think that's what it is and so yeah. I'm just like you know not that I want guys to notice me because I'm completely oblivious to you know mm-hmm. Um, when we were living in Guam, I had this, this, uh, I was working and I, um, I used to do trivia at the bar I worked at. Yeah. So I'm doing my research and this guy comes over and he sits down and he's talking to me and I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? Da, 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 da. We're, you know, just BSing about stuff. He's in the military. He's here TDY, whatever. And then, um, I was like, yeah, man, cool. You know, good, good talk. And, uh, he's like, do you want to go take a walk with me? And I was like, wait, what? Like, what? What? And he goes, do you, do you want to go take a walk with me? And I was like, A, I'm at work. I'm B, now. Like, no. you're super drunk. And he's like, do you want to go back to my hotel room with me? And I was like, wait, wait a, a fucking second. second. So You've been sitting here talking to me about my dogs and about my husband. Did you have three dogs yet? Oh yeah, that should have oh, yeah. that should have that should have told you anyone. everything you need to know about yeah. me. That's a and, lot of dogs. and how like I'm here at work. Like, working on my laptop while I'm letting you talk. And you think I want to go back to your hotel room with you? But I'm just completely fucking oblivious. Right, right, right. Like, right. I had no idea that's what was happening. Right, Like, right. I just, I just don't even, like, I don't even look at myself as being a sexual being anymore. <laughs> like, Once again, totally normal after um, you've just had babies. Yeah, I mean, you should see the bridge I live underneath. <laughs> Is it mossy? Is it covered in moss? Not the only thing covered in moss. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Oh shit! Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I it's help not it. moody broads if we don't throw something gross in there. <laughs> so yesterday we were on. Our, my mom and I were on our way home, and Zach. Zach always calls me on his way home from work, and um, That's I don't. Sweet. It it really is. Like yeah. we talk his whole way home, and then usually we hang up right as the garage door is opening. It's kind wow. of. It's kind of ridiculous. That's kind of gross. It is, but like so, cute gross. So yesterday we were on speakerphone and my mom was in the car and, you know, we're driving home from dropping my sister off at the airport and I don't even know how it happened, but we started talking in robot voices. Okay. And we literally like the last 10 minutes of our conversation, we were just talking, talking in robot voices. (laughs) So it was like grandma's boy. Uh, yes. And uh, so we, we watched were, that last week. That's why I, I love it so it. much. Well, that's, but I mean, we were just doing it. And so my mom is sitting here and <laughs> we're just talking in robot voices to each other like this. Your mom's like, that's it. I'm moving out. <laughs> she, I'm over this shit. Basically, she's just looking at us like we're fucking crazy. Well, looking at me because he's, he's like, you can't even see me, but I'm doing robot arms while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is the best. That's not safe. <laughs> well, I mean, he was at a stoplight. He was at he was okay, at that's the, fair. He was at the the intersection. Coming Do continue. Home. Do continue yeah. the robot arms. Do continue until you're supposed to be driving. <laughs> it was so dumb, and I was just like, I don't even know why, why, or how it happened. But it just brought so much fucking joy to my life yesterday. <laughs> like, whatever just, brings you joy brings you joy. Like, we're old married couple talking in robot voices while my mom's in the car. 
Rachel is losing it at her own fucking story. Oh my god. It was so dumb. (laughs) I was like, I have to pee. And I was like, she has to evacuate, evacuate, evacuate. (laughs) And Zach was like, hurry home now. Drive faster, faster, faster. Oh my god. (laughs) It was so fucking dumb. Y'all are disgustingly cute. (laughs) I'm sorry. We're super dumb. I have nothing cute like that to talk about. <laughs> Matt and I are just like, we are not oh, like you guys. We have oh our own God. little it's thing. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good. Um, oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, kind of give us some direction for this episode, but I don't have any. At some point, I want to talk about cane toads. I was thinking about them last night. Okay, well let's 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 talk about cane toads for a oh second. Oh my god, you have just opened a can of worms. How big of a can? It's not dolphins having sex with people. Thank God. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> this. There's nothing gross in here. But no, actually, I I kind of do want to hear more about cane toads. Oh my god, they're so they're super fascinating. So when we were living in Guam, everyone's like, "Hey, cane toads, don't let your dogs lick them." And my dogs were like, delicacy, you say. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just went down the rabbit hole because there were just fucking toads everywhere. So cane toads are an invasive species in Australia and in um, Guam and a couple other places. They were brought in to eradicate the sugar cane beetles, which, um, and so they were uh, brought into Guam to eradicate the rhino beetles, I think, which are all, no, coconut beetles, which are also an invasive species. But the um so the coconut beetles live in the coconut trees no they i know oh my god they live in the trees i don't know if you know this but cane toads don't climb trees what yeah i know so anyways um this just wasn't very thought through very thoroughly by whoever it, what it was it was like this is a good idea australia did it it worked well for them fun fact didn't fucking work well for australia Anyways, so they are poisonous at every point in their life cycle. So when they're, they're little, they're little frog eggy things, the outside of their egg, whatever it is, is poisonous. So if a fish eats it, it's going to get sick and die. When they're tadpoles, they're covered in like this slime. So if a fish eats it or whatever eats it, probably going to get sick and die. Um, if it's an adult, um, they have like these, uh, pores behind their head because that's where predators usually grab their, you know, to shake them and break their, break their necks. Yep. Uh, so they have these little pores that secrete this stuff. It looks like jizz. It's fucking gross. Ah, there it is. Yep. Something gross. Yep. Super gross. Anyways, so they secrete this stuff and basically it makes, if it's a small animal or a small child, it will make them very, very sick. It will kill small animals, cats, small dogs, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) If you have three large stupid dogs, it gets them high as a fucking kite. I know this. So anyways, um, they're just super fascinating and they, um... I can't remember the the stats on on how often they mate, but when they mate, the male jumps onto the woman's back and <laughs> digs his little weird toad thumbs into her sides. So he's he's latched the fuck on. He's not going anywhere until and it can it can last for up to forty eight hours Jesus. where they stay on the on the female frog's back or female toad's back until fucking rude it is super rude um but so there's a lot of times when you're driving after heavy rain you'll see all these dead toads on the road and um. Uh, yeah, so super fascinating animals. And I would like to get one tattooed on me with a monocle 
and a top hat. This is like a sir. Like I've done, I've researched this. This is happening because I just, I'm just kind of obsessed with them. I don't like them. I don't play with them. My dogs think when we first moved here, my dogs thought that all the toads were cane toads. So they went around licking all the fucking toads in our yard. I just looked them up and I have to say they look very serious with their eyebrows. They do. They're not. Oh, they're, they're cool. I like those. Um, I have like they, they can get really big. Um, that's pretty wild. Yeah, girl. Look I'm up telling cane you. Toads. Um, yeah, cane toads, man. Raquelay's wildlife segment <laughs> might become a new thing. Um, uh, hey, wait. Speaking of segments, Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård research. Lit- okay, I don't even know if I brought it up on the last thing, but like, first of all, I guess Bill Skarsgård's not like at the 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 top of his fame yet. So like his his uh especially movies in english i need to start getting into the swedish ones Ooh, um, swedish. yeah swedish um i did watch battle creek i think i talked about it yeah Super you did fucking sad uh but like happy sad i don't know kind of made me feel depressed mm-hmm. i'm not a good movie reviewer <laughs> that's all i've lived it was okay um i still like him in hemlock grove the best I did watch Hold the Dark, which had um, Alexander Skarsgård in it. The book, I read the book when I found out they were making it into a movie because one of my other favorite actors, James Badge Dale, was in it. And then when I found out Alexander Skarsgård was in it, I was like, oh, you know I'm reading this book. So I did. Weird, weird book. Uh, Weird movie. Slow moving, very dark. Also good. Man, I need to learn how to review movies without just saying it was good. Uh, <laughs> like the cinematography or the score yeah, or yeah. the actors. They're good. I watch a lot of movies. They're good, good. I need to really work on my movie uh, reviews. I did try to make a Snapchat um, like review movie of it, and I might post that on the Instagram page because it's mostly just me like just commenting on what's happening. Uh, my biggest problem with Battle Creek is that... Um, it was named after a TV show that didn't turn out. Or only had one season? No, just it's kidding. that. Look, I'm just, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm watching a Bill Skarsgård movie because I want to see some Bill Skarsgård. There was no bounce a wow wow in this movie, and there should have been. It would have been appropriate in parts of this movie. Also, I just want to say that some actresses are luckier than other actresses because the leading lady in this film was also in The Pacific with James Badge Dale. And she got to bounce chicka wow wow with him too. And I mean, I just, I wonder how actors and actresses um, feel about like their, or how the spouses of these people or partners of these people feel when they're like very vividly, who are you looking up? James Badge Dale. What kind of name is that? I don't know. He's All right, cute. go on. I'm just doing research. So I just like I just want to know how you deal with that. Um, I'm trying to think of like I'm I'm not a very jealous person, so I would think that if um Matt was not doing what he was doing and was actually a famous actor and had to get naked and bounce like a wow wow or simulate that or um they put socks over their penis, I believe. Which I mean, that's still pretty fucking intimate. Yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> I don't think it would bother me, but I'm, I'm just not a very... Did you just look up James Badge Dale? I did, cute? and no, he's not. I yeah, don't think no, so. Yeah, no, he is. Okay. Um, I... No, he is. He no, was it, really no. cute in the Pacific. Um, yeah. No, look him up so... in the Pacific. Okay, he's not... I don't we know. We all have our... I don't... I'm not objectifying. Ones. Okay, he looks... His face is cute there. Um, no. So, have you seen The the Room? Or is it The Room? Are with... you talking about the one... 
About the dude. Oh, yes. Not the other one where the girl's locked in a shed, right? No, I read that book. That um, was No, I haven't. Uh, I read the book and I can't bring myself to watch the movie. You're talking about the one that, that the, uh... The, You're tearing me apart! I haven't Lisa. actually watched it! Um, I need to watch it. That's because... You can only buy it on DVD, and it's, like, $12, well, and um, you can't rent it on Netflix or anything. So we watched The Disaster Artist, and um, it was hysterical. And then somehow uh, I was I heard about The Room, and um, at one point he is, uh, you know, supposedly having intimate relations with this girl in the in the movie, and it looks like he's having sex with her belly button. Like, he does not know where to aim like, hmm. he's just, it's hysterical. Highly recommend. I mean, I've just seen clips of it. Um, I watched The Disaster Artist because I have a huge crush on Zac Efron. Really? I love him. Oh, my God, yeah. I just don't think I get it. Um, I think that it's because he's good looking. Okay. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> but. It's because he's attractive. No, no, no. He, no, he takes roles that are not serious. Like, he doesn't, it's not about. He's like a Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's yeah. not about, it's, you know, it's funny. He's funny. I like funny guys. I don't see how you don't think James Badgedale is attractive. Is it just me? It's not just me. There's got to be at least one other person. I don't know. He's cute. I'll give you that. That's an interesting name. He has a very... I don't know. I don't... He's kind of old looking now, though. Mm. Shit. He was literally um, in... What's this? He In Flight. And he was the gaunt young man. Yes. He played the cancer patient. He lost Why a lot you, of weight. You, you killed me right there. Well, it's just like Bill Skarsgård had to go on the keto diet to play the character, the kid in Castle Rock, and that shit worked. Hey, you still haven't watched it. Uh, my internet is sucking so hard right now that Country I, life. Oh, my God. It's so, like. I've if, noticed if that. I can tell the weather is going to be bad when my internet isn't working. <laughs> like, it doesn't even have to be raining over here. I'm like, well gonna rain soon it's a collective nope yep so. from your router it's like uh-uh, yeah here. my router is it's like not happening only wiggles <laughs> weird the isn't propeller. it how the baby show will work i know why is that because i was l- trying to watch 90 day fiance last night and i, I still haven't watched that and i'm going to uh, this week i will watch it um, i want to watch this dumpster fire dumpster for research fire. purposes yeah although research. i'm also going to be reading <clears throat> books and I'm, taking notes. I'm going to try. So that the next episode won't just be us talking about actors putting socks on their dicks. Why wouldn't you talk about that? I mean, it's, it's worth talking about. I mean. I've always wondered what kind of sock it is. Like, what kind I of. I think is it's it like a special little, sock. Is it like a little, um, like, all-encompassing? Like, it just holds everything? Have you. Is it like a. What, what is that one. Um. It's not, is it the Z-string? Hmm. I have a, it's um, basically, it just covers your junk and like a, goes up Like a man thong? Yeah, except it doesn't go around your waist. Right. It just literally just cups. Dang. And goes up. We don't up give actors back. enough appreciation. Well, no, Same I'm just saying that's like, that's, I've, I've seen those in, in real, real time in Guam. Like the Japanese tourists would wear them. Okay. Well, not all of them, but yeah. Okay. So. What, uh, <clears throat> why? Why not? Why, like. In what context were they walking around with their junk out and covered at the same time? Yeah. 
Basically. Yeah. Just all, it, it upset a lot no of people. Contracts. They were like, they were like, you know, uh, there's kids here. Et cetera, oh, well, yeah. Et that would be my biggest issue um, with it. But I mean, it covers everything, but also, I'm trying to think, is it a Z string is what it's called? I'm Googling it right now. Well, we're learning so many new things today. Um, I'm just going to drop the knowledge on you. Is it a C string? I will say the next uh, t- subject no. that... Um, Hold on. Go on. Of, I was going to say that um, one of the inevitable like spinoffs of this conversation that we're it's having about... It's a C string. Sorry. It's a C string? It's called a C string. All right. Well. They make it for... Oh, it's supposedly for women, but I've seen... I've never... Well, I mean, I don't think a woman would ever... Well, I shouldn't say a woman would never wear that, but I've seen males wear them. They they make them for for, huh. for men. Okay. Okay. But anyway, sorry. No, no, you're good. Do you want to see a picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with it. Are you ready for this? I don't know if I'm ready with. It. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. This is what they look like. It just goes oh. in her butt crack. It doesn't go around. It, it just, just like sits in just, the butt crack. Yeah, it just covers the. It's like a a wire. I've never worn one, so I don't actually know if you've worn one. Write us. I also want people to send me wine recommendations. Like, if you're just kind of like, because Rachel suggested that um, you tell me a bottle of wine to drink and a, a glass of wine, whatever, <laughs> and I'll review it. Just live your truth. <sighs> I know. I'll share it with Zach. There you go. I get hungover super easily these days, so... So, um, since we were talking a lot about attraction and beauty and all these things, um, there are some extra things that I guess I could throw in here and then it's going to lead us to a little less, it, less fun topic to talk about and that's infidelity. Um, are we doing that today? No. Okay. No, I say that we save that for an episode and I mean, you have to understand that we're still going to laugh about it because that's how we roll. Um. Yeah. That's how I deal with uncomfortable, like... I don't know. That's how. I think that if the subject really upsets you, maybe it's happened to you or someone that you love, do some research. Um, when you kind of take a step back and look at it from a like a biological standpoint and just yeah. the fact that we're human beings and human beings screw up. Uh, I that mean, is true. everything I've, I've been reading three <clears throat> different books to really get a nice, well-rounded um, base to talk about these subjects and um it would seem that like being lifelong monogamous with one person is not really in our genetics and that um throughout the centuries throughout the millennia um people have always um tend to veer towards pair bonding with uh cheating thrown in there so when we talk about it We'll put a little trigger warning because I don't know what the fuck anyone's going through, but yeah. I still find the subject fascinating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, it's going to be a weird episode. It is. You know, so. But I, I think actually, it needs to be talked about. I think it does too. I read an article yesterday about polyamory and um, how, uh, you know, we had talked about how monogamy is not, it's the social norm, right. but it's not like what's ingrained in our DNA or whatever. Right. And the article that I was reading, it was actually really great. So, uh, obviously, polyamory is not for me. But that's okay. It could totally be for you. And that's fucking awesome if it is. Yep. You know, whatever, you know, uh, works for you is what works for you and your significant other or others. <laughs> Anyways, the article that I was reading, 
<clears throat> oh god, I better not be getting sick. The kids are like stuffy noses too, oh, and I'm just no. I'm not I'm not even prepared for that oh, right now. Dear. But anyways, um, so the article that I was reading basically uh, said that a lot of people like to sexualize polyamory um and that's what makes it so taboo mm-hmm. is there it's all about the sex you guys are just having raging sex orgies yeah, instead just of orgies all the time yeah and i'm not saying that's how i feel just just in case you like miss that part that is not how i feel that's a misconception um, it's a very much a misconception but it's a misconception that people use that don't agree with it to villainize um other people's relationships and um it was just a really interesting, uh, that's basically what I took away from it. It was just talking about the misconceptions and the villainization. Is that a real, is that a real word? Or did I just make that up? Uh, let's go with it. Yeah! Run with dictionary, it! Rachel's Dictionary. Ew. Super Nintendo and villainization. Um, of, uh, yeah, of, of having more than one partner, which is crazy to me because, like you said, we'll get into the whole cheating thing, but, um, so it's socially accept, not socially acceptable, but it's more accepted to cheat than to have an open relationship with multiple people. Like, that mind boggles me. If you're, like, consenting adults and everybody's on the same page, then why is it not okay? But it's okay for, you know, you to go out and do this behind your partner. I mean, it's not okay. Right. It's not okay. It's socially but, more yeah. normal. Yes, that is what I'm trying to say. Yes. But anyways, yeah. So and what were we talking about before I started off on a tangent? Um, We were just going, we were just elaborating on what we were talking about last week with the yeah. attraction and everything. Do, do more. I, I mean, do more. um... I really do want to interview a polyamorous couple or even just one part of the couple uh, or two parts of the couple. Um, Just excuse my ignorance. I don't know anything about this really, but I would love to hear what that's like. Um, Just like I would like to really um, get into interviewing somebody who's been married for a very long time. Yeah. um, In a monogamous relationship because I think that it would be interesting to hear how you you keep it going for that long. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, it was kind of it was it's it's a little discouraging when you read that just like a lot of scientists, anthropologists, people who are experts on these fields are basically saying that like since the beginning of time, regardless of religion and cultural norms, we just we tend to pair bond. We like to have our person. What like we we couple up. Oh okay. That's, that's oh pair bond like P A I R not not pairs. Yeah, like Shut not up. delicious fruit. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I want a pear bond with you. <laughs> I don't like pears, so fuck that. What? I don't like pears. Why? I just think they're weird. They are a little bit weird, but I think that's... I just don't like them. I think something wrong with mangoes that. are better than pears. I love mangoes. Yeah. Fresh mangoes, like mm. from the tree. With a little bit of that chili lime salt People, on it. The, the, isn't that called chamoy sauce? Chamoy is like a, a, like, a, like a sauce. Just kidding. But they're all similar I don't flavor. fucking know. Bad San Antonioans because we're not from here. Yeah. So most of our listeners are in San Antonio. I know. That's so crazy. Please educate us. But um, yeah, basically it looks like food. just the trend with people um, over <clears throat> centuries and centuries of people watching is that we, we like to be in a couple. We like having a partner, but we tend to stray. So that's something I would really like to talk to talk about in the infidelity um, episode is just um, why we're like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to talk about. It is because it's a part of life. I think the one thing I think I like about doing this 
podcast is talking about this stuff and, um, you know, and, and being open-minded. Like, I try not to be super judgmental. Like, I mean, everybody's is fighting their own battles and, and struggling on their, on certain things. You know, not everybody's going through the same thing. Unless you're an asshole person. And in that case, I'm just kind of like, well probably your karma. Like you probably, I don't want to say you did something to deserve it, but if you're a dick to everybody and then you don't have anybody that wants to be there for you, maybe you should like, maybe you're the common denominator in that. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, there goes the air conditioner kicking on. I thought it was a bear. It's not a bear. It's not Not a bear. a bear today. Oh man. I do uh, want to say that I think that it's very unfair that women become less fertile looking after we have babies. Is that what's happening to me? Basically. <laughs> like, our waist get wider, which... Oh, my God. Which it's lowers so our waist-to-hip ratio. Our skin gets darker on our face. Um, the mask of pregnancy. Melas- I think it's called melasma. I've had it really bad. You know, we just were exhausted, oh which God, is so looking tired. It's also a subconscious I like, updated my of- Facebook picture, and I took a cute picture with the kids, and I was like, that is one round face. You could probably put a bowling ball over that thing. And then it's not that round. My, t- my, my eyes were so tired, but my kids look cute, and I was like, you know what? It's not even... It's not. But so, like, after nobody... T- I was uninformed that your hips get, I mean, I knew they got wider subconsciously because how are you supposed to fit a baby through tiny hips? But what they, what was not told to me is that they move back. Like they get, they kind of like, they, well, that's what the nurses told me because I was like, fucking hips are killing me. I feel like shit is moving and shifting. And she was like, well, it is like, you no longer have those pregnancy things. And I was like. You're telling me that my bones are moving? <laughs> and she bones was like, bones are moving. Yeah, pretty much, honey. Yeah, and I dude. was like, and now, like, when I put on pants, like, I don't know. I'm still, I'm wearing my maternity, like, lounge pants today. Leggings for life. I know. It's legging season. It really is. Um, I went to Goodwill and I picked up some jeans because I don't want to go and spend, like, I'm trying to, you know, lose this baby weight. I don't want to go spend a lot of money on jeans. No. Um, when I'm just going to hopefully not fit in. <laughs> continue to shrink. Yeah, and hopefully continue to shrink. And so um, I bought a couple sweaters from Goodwill because I'm a sucker for sweaters. And I was like, you know, I just happened to be, I was just going there. I didn't even remember what I was looking for. I like to go there to see if there's any furniture I can paint, make pretty. Um, That's where that dresser. That's in your garage? Yeah, that, that was a... So I bought it before my last miscarriage. Well, I guess. I knew I was going, no, no, I bought it before I had my miscarriage. I was like, I'm going to make this for the baby. And then oh. I started working on it, and then it happened. And I was like, well, never fucking touching this again. <laughs> it's cursed. Yeah. I mean, it's not. We use it as a workbench. So. Speaking of cursed, it's spooky season. Um, Yeah. I thought of you. I saw something about... Uh, I don't know. I should have tagged you in it. San Antonio is doing that coffin challenge, the, the fiesta. No. Yes, they are doing it. It's um, not enough money. It's not. I didn't see how much it was. Um, I think I saw somewhere, but it wasn't as long as you were saying it was. Um, well, the one in the one in um St. Louis was thirty hours. Right, and that's like more of a payout. But no, you have to pay me a lot of money. I'm super claustrophobic. Just <laughs> <coffin. laughs> even yeah, talking about it. Man. Uh, 
But I am ready for haunted houses. I am ready for spooky stuff. I love Halloween. We should we should do a spooky story. We could do an extra like a bonus episode this month where we just talk about scary shit. I have got so much fucking scary shit we can talk about. So I used to live. Well, I'm just gonna. So we used to live in this really old farmhouse when we lived in Washington. And like really old, like 120 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure there was lead paint in there. Didn't have a foundation. Um, just really old. Like you chase a marble around this fucking house for hours. Hey. Anyways, the family that used to live there, they had four girls and three boys, but all three boys died. Whoa. One of them died of SIDS. One of them choked on a chestnut. Oh my god. And then the other one, I don't know what happened, but the, all the boys died. Well, anyways, we would hear like weird shit up in the upstairs. So the house was. Like, in order to get upstairs, there was two, there was an upstairs and there was a downstairs, but the upstairs and the downstairs were completely separate. So you had stairs that were on the outside of the house, kind of like an an apartment type thing, Yeah, I guess. And so, um, you would hear, like, footsteps up there all the time. And then, um, we went away from a long, for a long weekend, came back. And all the fucking lights. It, it, it had a, there was a padlock up there because my dad kept all of his, like, hunting stuff up there. There was right. a padlock on the door and he was the only one with the key. Um, we came back from our long weekend and all the fucking lights were turned on up there. Up there. Jesus. Super fun. And my, my light in my bedroom would turn on in the middle of the night sometimes. No one ever talks about how inconsiderate ghosts are. They really aren't. But, so, <laughs> have you seen the thing that talks about, like, what happened, what, what about, like, newer ghosts? Like, yeah. Like, it's Britney, bitch. Yeah. Speaking of Britney, not that I follow celebrities, but I saw this picture and she, at 30, it, it gave me hope. I still have seven more years till I'm Britney's age and yep. she is just looking fucking banging right now. She yeah, looks dude. better than when she did, well, maybe. Dude, Beyonce is like 37 and she's <sighs> yeah. like the perfect human. Yeah. Yeah, like there's still hope for us. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it'll get better. Uh-huh, it'll so, get better. It's yeah. fine, Rachel. This isn't the end. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, we're gonna. I'm, our waists are gonna get smaller. And I, our skin's gonna get clearer. I guess I I want to talk about the fact that I'm just kind of having like this weird. It's not even a midlife crisis. Like uh, quarter life. No, I'm, Ooh, that'd be 120. You are probably not gonna live to 120. No, I don't know that I want to. I'm that having long. like a. Th- Third life crisis? Third life crisis. Yeah. yeah. We'll shoot for 90. Um, yeah. I just, you know, um, I, and, and I, I, it might be the fact that I just had kids and I don't really do anything and I don't really, um, I, I didn't mean that. that no, I, I know what you mean. That like, I don't you don't do have anything. a job. I know. Job. I don't want people thinking that I don't think that taking care of kids is important because I definitely do it's think. It's the most important thing. Yeah, it is. But and, it is also the most, um, it's taxing. It, it is. I'm like, so I was telling, like, the babies always say dada all, whenever they're happy. Rude. Whenever they're, like, they're just sitting there, they're just playing, they're smacking each other, they're just like da 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 da. But the moment somebody gets upset, it's ma, 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 ma. And I'm just like, I love it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I, I want to be talked about when you're happy. Yeah. Why wanna, am I just a last you know? resort? Um, but yeah, I just, um, it's just really been weighing on me lately. Yeah. Like, I mean, my clothes. And I think a lot of it has to do with still being postpartum and. Yeah, they're only, Like, they're I think only you're supposed what? to be. Nine months old? Yeah, nine months on Thursday. Yeah, Tomorrow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, Lennon's going to be walking soon. Uh, Baxley is super close to crawling. But I just have been having a hard time. Like, I don't feel attractive. I do. Like, there is nothing that I do. Even when I leave. So, like, we went 
And I was jamming out to, like, the music that I used to listen to when I was in high school. So lots of, like, punk rock. We were listening to the Ramones. We were throwing in some Taking Back Sunday. Um, you know, and I was singing. And Zach was like, yeah, listen to this stuff when you used to be cool. <gasps> he was he no! was just kidding. I was yeah, like, no, I, was, he, I was never cool. No, like, right. I've always been fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, it just hit me. And then we went to the mall. And I see all these, like moms looking cute and i'm sure i probably just like ignored the ones that weren't cute or like yes. that that you know i ignored the ones that looked like me i just was like so unhappy and and i was just like i kind of want to cry a little bit it was it was not a good it was not i mean it was fun to go with my sister she's never been to a mall that big before she's from a super small town um and uh but i just it was fucking shitty it was shitty. And, you know, my husband's a pretty good-looking dude. I'm not just saying that because I'm married. I'm saying that because I have eyes. And, <laughs> and I... They, they work. Your eyes work. Yeah, they they work. And I just was just like, touch me, I'm a potato. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and so I just... And so then I'm walking past this, like, Tommy Bahamas, and then it's attached to some old lady clothing store... And I'm like, that has tea kettles all over it. God, that's cute. No, no, it's not. But it kind of is. Like, would I wear that? I might. Oh, shit. Yeah, Are dude. Are we in moo-moo territory? No, no. We're it not was there like, yet. All no, right. no. It all was, right. it was very, I want to say it was like Ann Taylor or something. Okay. It was an older lady. St- I don't know. Is Ann Taylor an older lady store? I don't know. I don't know either. But it was for older ladies. Classy. It was for classy ladies that you're just like, wow, they look like they really have their shit together and they're not frumpy potatoes. So, like, just to kind of maybe give you another perspective, after I had Rose, I had crippling postpartum anxiety. Like, crippling. My husband can tell you, like, it almost ended our marriage. It was Mm -hmm. horrific. Um, And one of the things I did to kind of make myself feel, because one of my biggest, um, one of my biggest obsessions that led to compulsions was that I was going to let my anxiety get in the way of taking care of my children. I was going to be too anxious to cook them a nice dinner Mm -hmm. or dress them nicely, do their hair, that things. I overcompensated. And if you look at pictures from that time period, I always had my hair done, my makeup done, my clothes done. I was in good shape because I was running because it was the only thing that would make me feel a little bit better. So, I mean, just a little perspective there. Just You just never know. They may look like they have their shit together. Right. But they may not. They could be like me and, like, terrified of going to the grocery store alone. I like, just, I mean, like, I haven't worked out in a while. I've just been watching what I eat and making, like, monitoring my calorie intake and making sure that it's not bad calories like empty you know yeah except for last night we had pizza my mom said she was like let's go to jimmy pizza john's is a very complete meal i know Personally, she said let's I go to jimmy that. john's and i was like what she's like you know the one that's on the way home from orange theory and i was like you can no. get the one without bread uh no she was talking about papa john's oh not jimmy john's no she's talking no. about big she, papa john's so she kept calling it jimmy john's and i was like i don't think that's what you mean but anyways um you know i just it's it's been it's been a struggle like i feel like i don't like taking pictures of myself it, and that bothers me because i want pictures with my kids yes i want to be in there and i know that i'm not going to look like this forever and i just i'm super just really struggling right now um, that makes me sad. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Cause I it mean, it does get I, better. That first, like I said, the first year it kicked yeah, your ass. And, well, I mean, it, I'm still getting my ass kicked. Like for instance, last night, the babies had a melt. Like 
Took my sister to the airport. Baxley was like, this is such a good time to nap. You know how long. It's it's a long drive to the fucking airport from yes. where we live. It's like an hour. Well, yeah. it's 45 minutes. Yeah. I so we were the in the car for two and a half hours yesterday. We were gone. Well, we were gone from 345 until 6 o'clock. We pulled in the driveway at like 6. Uh, Baxley slept that entire time. Oh, that's not good. No, so it he's wasn't. he's like ready to party when it's time to go to oh, bed. Oh, he was raging. La- Both of them last night were just getting into shit and raging hard. And um, Lennon has found out that she can stand on other things. She can pull herself up on other things apart from just the coffee table that we have. So now we have to screw the baby gate into the wall. But anyways, so got them to bed after 15, 20 minutes of fighting with them. And then at 1.30, Baxley woke up. And then at 3, Lennon woke up. Which she didn't want anything other than her binky, but I still had to go in there. And then Baxley woke up again at 6. Uh-huh. And I had to feed him and change him because he was wet. And I'm just like, you know, I'm tired. And, like, I just... I'm not complaining. Not no. Not complaining by any means. You but can that's, be... that's why this yeah. first year is so hard. It is. And you just... It's really hard. You're... It's like a very... It's like a dichotomy of emotions all the time. You're, yeah. you're exhausted, but you're happy, but you're sad, but you're anxious, but I'm you're tired, sad because it's going by so fast, but also I'm tired because... Yeah. <laughs> But they say the days are long, but the years are short. I it goes know. by so quickly. And I mean, even though my kids are um, older, I mean, I still have those moments where I'm just like, I just want to like get a pedicure and sit by the pool oh, and yeah. have my so husband take me to dinner and then just like get laid and go to sleep. But I have to, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but here I am like cleaning up popcorn off the couch yeah. for the fifth time today. And they're yelling at me. It's just motherhood or parenthood. I should just say, yeah. I know that, I know that, that, that dads go through it too. It's just, when, it does get better. That first year is very hard because yeah. your identity feels like it's been stolen. I think that's what it is. Like, I feel like I'm not, you know. Um, so when you guys asked us to go to brunch the, like, two weekends ago, yeah. um, I was just like, I mean, granted, you gave us ample notice. You asked us, like, 8 o'clock, but my mom had just gotten home, and I was like, I don't want to leave the kids with her. She just got home. Yeah. Um, that's a long drive. Like, we need to make a decision by now. <laughs> Because we have to get ourselves ready, then we have the drive, and then we have to, you know, get the kids, like, all set up for the rest of the day. And it was just a lot. And Zach and I, when we lived in Guam, so he bought me, for my birthday, uh, I got a Hyatt pool pass. Mm-hmm. It's $500 for the year. You bring four people, 20% off your uh, brunch and bar tab and whatever. It sounds um, like a deal. And then you go lay out by the pool. You can use the pool whenever you want. And then the beach was right there. Like, it was on the beach. So, if you're just like, oh, man, I'm tired of this pool, I'm going to go out to the beach. You just literally 10 steps and you're out at the beach. So, we used to just go and drink bottomless mimosas at brunch and get a couple pictures of sangria at the pool. And then we would just lay out there, fall asleep, yep. come home, you know, like. Yeah. It's just. And that is <laughs> Now we don't do that anymore. No. Now it's like there's bottomless coffee. <laughs> so much coffee. All the coffee there's popcorn until you run out. all over my house. Popcorn, there's never... dog hair, baby toys. But it's like one of those things where like you, you do, apparently you miss it. Yeah. When, when it, it all goes by. I mean, I, I miss my babies being babies, even though when they me. were babies, I was exhausted. Yeah. And completely felt like I had no identity outside that's, of being their mother. Kinda, that's kind of how I feel. Like, yeah. I don't have time to read a book. I still have that feeling now when my kids are older. Like, I where I'm just like, I am to... just mother. Like, this is all I do. And yeah. 
It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Yep. Is raising your children. They're the happiest freaking kids you'll ever meet. Like, they just literally... Max is only ever unhappy if he's hungry yeah. or if he's frustrated. He's a very happy child. See, that's they, how they Betty both is. Are. My, my four-year-old, though, is, is very emotional and very grouchy. And then, oh, God, there's so much anxiety when they get older about just, like, how they act. And mm. I'm, I'm already a very anxious person. And in my quest to alleviate my own anxiety, I've tried to understand it better, which has led to me reading a whole lot of literature on the subject. Mm. And there that I'm trying to, like, figure out how to prevent it from happening to my children by, like, watching their attachment to me and how they act. Yeah. Oh, my God, you can make yourself absolutely fucking crazy as a parent. By, like, trying to make sure that they never have bad experiences, but they have... But they need those bad experiences. They do, unfortunately. Unfortunately, they really do. For instance, you need to teach your kid not to fucking put scorpions in her mouth. Yeah, She hasn't done it since. I mean, I haven't seen any in the house since, but... Yo, scorpions are no fucking joke, dude. I know. They're the worst. Well been a jumbled episode it has been it's kind of like our first episode except the sound quality is better hey um i'm gonna do some more research and come back with some actual like knowledge for you guys next week but um i'm gonna try and read you're gonna read I said I'm gonna try there you go i mean i might get like a couple babies i don't know is it no i I can't even watch tv like i put on 90 day fiance and i don't even get like i mean there's some there was some shit that went down last season and i didn't even get to see the last episode where all the shit was going down because the babies were not having they didn't want to watch it they wanted to watch the wiggles so it's always about the wiggles well anyway guys um you can always write to us at moodybroadspodcast at gmail.com yes and um you know if you feel like we give decent advice then you know ask us for more advice yeah Um, or you can send us advice but just like you know be gentle (laughs) we're very Uh, fragile people yeah and if you want to make any suggestions about what kind of wine i should try Hey, man, I'm down. And then we'll just have to record on a Wednesday night. Yes. And if you have an interesting story that you want to tell, um, something about your life that's different or interesting and experience that you've had, we are going to start trying to interview people. It's just been hard because um, we both have uh, small children and we're working in, like, windows of opportunity where we can have all the children watched at the same time. Um, We don't live next door to each other. It's actually a little bit of a distance. So um, reach out to us and we will figure something out, even if we have to come to you. But, like, within an hour. I mean, don't call us from Idaho. We're not coming to Idaho. Unless you want to fly us to Idaho, I'll take a vacation to I, Idaho. I was going to say, I know people in Idaho. Isn't your sister in Idaho? Yeah. And my grandmother. Every and time my I aunts. say Idaho, and I want to say it like in the house bunny. She's like, I'm from Idaho. <laughs> one of my favorite movies we're actually trying to go for christmas and i'm looking at plane tickets it's gonna be cold Jesus. fuck what organ can i sell to buy plane tickets? you only need one kidney yeah i have one and i'm doing all right just fucking one just one bean <laughs> you're a little you're you're bean i'm a bean we call me like up one bean anyway guys um you can thanks, email us thanks for listening thanks for listening Sorry, we're incoherent today we love you bye, bye.